That button doesn't get old. No, it's still exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. It sounds a little weird, though, since we haven't done one of these in so long. I feel like every time we do this, we start with like, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yay. Boy, podcasts are actually really hard. And a lot of the burdens on Caitlin, who does the editing of these things afterwards, but also just finding 40 minutes when we're together in the building, like not crisscrossing at the moment. That's actually been the hard part. Um, It's just a challenge, but... I'm glad to be here. It's summertime. It is summertime. We just had Pentecost this last Sunday, so we have concluded our 50 days of joy post-Easter. And I just saw that Ben Lippin had their graduation today, so I think oh, nice. congratulations to Miss um, Bogarty from our parish, who I think is our last graduate. All of our seniors have not graduated. Yeah. So congrats to all of our wonderful young people. Let's say go. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, this year, summer hit a little differently because I, now that we've been at St. Martin's for a little bit, I see the acolytes who were once the torchbearers and the little ones on the altar suddenly. Pre-puberty. Yeah, suddenly become these like grown men and women who are like bigger than me mm-hmm. and taller and graduating. And it's crazy. Like Lucy, you know, preaching these amazing sermons and... Yes, yes. Lucy's senior sermon was amazing. Um, folks, go to the YouTube page and yeah, um, we pulled it off as a separate video, so you'll be able to watch it by yourself or by itself. And also, it was one of the things that I really liked about it that I think we become sort of immune to or, or, or numb to as we are at a church long enough is the role that other clergy have played. Mm-hmm. And Lucy's words about Sally Johnson, uh, uh, my predecessor here, who is a phenomenal priest, um, and her words about Susan Prince, um, were really strong. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're clergy in a place for a time, um, but the impact we make goes beyond that. And so... Um, yeah, Sally and Susan are great people to follow and, and to work with. It's just, it's really special to be in a place like St. Martin's where we have that mutual respect among all of us. Yeah. And like I tell folks, you know, we work hard, but really my primary job is to not fumble the ball that I've been handed. Like they did amazing work here before us. Mm-hmm. And caretaking. the work we do honors that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're and honors for the work that everybody in this parish has done for 75 years now. 75 years. Something like that. Well, what's going on this summer, Caitlin? What are we going to be doing? Oh, catching our breath. <laughs> um, and, and you just told me last month we had with Circle of Welcome, how, seven, how many hours of volunteering did we put in? We put in 30 hours of volunteering in the month of May. And... Drove 74 miles altogether. Um, the 15 people on the team and the few others who have jumped in to help with which various is, things. Yeah, it's just a massive amount of work. Yeah. Um, and so thank you to everybody who's participating in Circle of Welcome. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Circle of Welcome is an organization of Lutheran services that we are working with to help a refugee family settle in the Columbia area. And... Um, We've had volunteers working to to help integrate this family into life in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, so 
uh, thank you to all the people who have been a part of that. Yeah, it's been really special. It's been really special. Yeah. I, I was talking to um, one of our members on Sunday who took the dad and one of the kids clothes shopping for all of the kids. And she just had the best time. She got to be grandma picking out outfits for all the kids. And she was just so thrilled. Good. It was really sweet. Really good. Really good. Um, so Circle of Welcome is going strong. And there's a big day coming up on Saturday the 17th where mm -hmm. you're moving furniture into their new uh, like permanent apartment. Permanent apartment. And so uh, if you can help with that, or if you have a pickup truck and you can come and be a part of that. I yeah, we'll be getting a U-Haul, but we need sort of hands to just help get it in from the storage room in the church and then into the apartment, um, which luckily the beds are being provided by sort of the organization because that's standard. So it's like a dining room table and the couch and, you know, those those kinds of it's it's. Not the kind of house move that you might be imagining for your own house. So hands to help make heavy things lighter. Yeah. For only a thousand square feet worth of things. It's going to be quick, everybody. Yeah. Way, but some help would be great. Um, so we have that going on. We have a wedding on that, that same, same day. day. So Amanda and Steve are getting ready for their wedding. And um, I know that the choir is excited about that. And uh had that. Yeah, Amanda's been my, just in many ways, a daughter of the parish. So congrats to them for their for their upcoming marriage. And then we'll also be doing a diocesan executive council standing committee meeting on campus that day. Yay, all day meetings. All day meetings. It'll be wonderful. Right into a wedding. <laughs> It'll be great. It's yeah. a great day. We love ministry. Yes. Um, so that's <laughs> June. Really. But yeah, so that's June. But there's some fun things going on. Um, I have a few more uh, snowball Sundays, I think, mm -hmm. 4th of July. Um, we have one. And then... Uh, and the um, worship band will be doing 5 o'clock music on that weekend. Awesome. Awesome. So a uh, worship band for the 5 o'clock service. So we have some fun things going on around campus. So um, as you travel and go out and play this summer, don't forget us. Come on back and and enjoy enjoy just being at St. Martin's in the fields. Um, it's a special place and there's always something going on. There is. Something that I appreciate about the change of pace that we go through post-Pentecost is it means we get to, like, you and I have a second to pick up these kinds of projects that are really important to us that maybe get pushed by the wayside on a week that there's a big funeral or something going on. And we get to... You know, so like for the 50 days of Easter, where we're joyful and celebrating the resurrection and everything is good. Um, it's also like may December for us and for all of our families. And it ends up being a very, very full time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's joyful, but it's very full. And this is now the time where um, the seeds have been planted. The soil gets to rest. The sprouts gets to cut. Like we get a chance to lean back into these sort of um, like creative endeavors or, or get to take a step back and think through things and think through the next year and do the fun things like the snowball Sundays. And um, so all of that to say, we're going to be hopefully doing some more podcasting this summer. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thought. 
all of our students are given summer reading lists, right? Um, I think we should do a summer reading list. Okay. But I don't think it should be like, here are eight great theological books that we're going to read and then tell you about. I think we should do something where like we sit down and what article did you read this week? What book are you reading right now? Like, what is something that you stumbled across and how did it make you see God in the world or think about your faith that week? Cool. That's my that's my one thought. We've also got um, kind of a lineup of guests that we're working on on a whole variety of topics. So we're getting folks scheduled and um, going to be coming out with sort of a, a calendar of those things to be looking at as well. Cool, cool, cool. And so that's going to be fun. I I have to be more intentional about my theological reading right now. I, I think May, December and, and all the busyness of helping kids with finals and, and, and getting through the end of the school year. Um, I've been reading really great beach novels. I think those count. Okay. I think those count. I mean, listen, Alex Cato, our youth minister, and I got into like, a whole conversation when I arrived this morning about the Rolling Stone article uh, published about Taylor Swift and her new boyfriend. And, you know, both being ministers in the church, like she and I had a very different kind of conversation about it beyond just we think Matt Healy stinks, you know. So I think things like that, like I don't think it needs to be like I, I intend to pick up my book on Paul this summer, but I don't think that necessarily needs to be what we're looking at. I think I think the silly things are just as fun to take a look at, you know. Good, 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 good. Well, I'm I'm excited. Um, I was reading a farewell to Ted Lasso, and I have I, okay, thoughts. I need to watch this, and then we can do like a whole Ted Lasso episode. I think Denise and I are going to go in the morning. Yeah, we haven't watched the last one yet. We've been intentional. Um, we haven't watched any commentary about it, but I think by this weekend we'll be there and I have a feeling we're going to be sad when it's over. I've got the last episodes of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel tonight. Scott's out of town. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I intend on sitting on my couch and probably crying through them. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. You can do it. So, well, um, one of the projects I'm going to be working on um, and and Bill Bacon, I'm coming for you. Eva Greenberg, I'm coming for you. Um, I'd like to do some conversations with some of the coaches, well-known coaches from around the Columbia area about youth and sports mm -hmm. um, and sort of what's happening uh, right now in the landscape of sports and um, some of the pay for play and that kind of thing. But um, it's really hard and it's really hard for parents to navigate um, some of the false notions that are out there. Like if you want your kid to be at the next level, you have to go to this camp or this camp or this camp, all of which come with a thousand dollar fee and travel and Yeah. And all of that that goes with that. Um, and so doing some conversations. And I know so many parents that are like, I signed my kid up for soccer because I wanted them to learn how to be a teammate. Yeah. And then it kind of, you know, you end up down the road and you look around and go, oh. This is what's happened. Here's where I am now. This is what's happened. And yeah. it's interesting that I was looking at Major League Baseball right now. Do you know, in the next few years, there'll be more um, South American 
and 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 European born major league baseball players than American born. Interesting. Which their ways of doing sport are different than our ways of doing sport. Um, it was I, I was with a family uh, last week. Their sophomore in high school is having Tommy John surgery on his elbow. Um, that's a lot of throwing really, really hard for a 15-year-old. Yeah. To be getting that kind of surgery. And so what needs to change? But anyway, I'll be getting some coaches' opinions on that over the course of the summer. So if that's an interest to you, um, uh, just be forewarned. I'm a little bit biased, um, but I... I, I I think it'll be good. You, you've seen a very be. particular side of that as a parent. Like, yes. was it a child who has gotten pro in their sport? Yes, it's been weird. It's yeah. been very strange. Um, and I've been to Europe and done some of those races, but it's, it's, it's strange. But it's, you also, I think, the balance of, of sport and being a kid. And so I'll yeah. try to keep it away from keep it away from my oldest. Um, but I have a daughter who I'm supposed to sit down with tonight and talk about where she wants to go for her running camps. And I don't know. I just want to go outside and run. <laughs> and then hang out by the pool after. Hang out by the pool after. Yeah. So a couple of projects coming up. Um, what else? That's... It feels some... like a nice... Yeah, between guests and, and a book list and a, a re summer reading list, I feel like we can have some good programming. I think so. So uh, who's first? Who's going to share what they're reading next week? Uh, I'll go first. I'll set the tone. Okay. And then I don't know what I'm going to read yet, but I'll cool. figure out something. Okay, so we've called it now. So you, um, this will get published and then you all have to keep us accountable. We'll keep recording it on. But we need a little Sunday I enjoyed your podcast comments so that we remember to do it the next week. Yeah. So that helps. All right. Well, we'll be around a lot more this summer. And uh, St. Martin's, we love you. If you go on vacation, enjoy it. Enjoy the family time. Yeah. Take, take that breath. Um, I mean, to, to end on a theological note, I really think that not only did God ordain rest in creation, but rest is what helps us integrate joy very good I had a thought this week that's a really good <laughs> thought yeah rest is integrate joy I'm going to meditate on that one thank you Caitlin that's a good note to end on on that note we'll see y'all next time talk to you later this is a podcast of St. Martin's in the Fields in Columbia South Carolina Pay us a visit here on campus, come worship with us on Sundays, or visit us online at smifsc.com. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your podcast channels, and leave a comment. Let us know if you like this episode, if you like this format. We want to hear from you. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.